0: I'm Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, and it's time to get wealthy. You're going to learn exactly what you need to do to achieve the level of financial success you desire and you deserve. For over 60% of Black Americans, their first introduction to the stock market is through their retirement plan at work. And in the past decade, the number of 401k millionaires has doubled but because only 55% of Black households even own stock, many are being left behind. And that, what that means is that the wealth gap continues to widen. And so today we're going to talk with someone who implemented a goal-focused action plan to accelerate her financial growth. And so here are the three things they don't want you to know. Number one, Low risk means low returns. And you cannot save your way to wealth. And finally, you need to know how to assess the recommendations that you get from your financial advisor. And I'm so excited because our conversation today is with someone who checked all the boxes. She got that college degree. She earned her way up to a six-figure income and she invested in her 401k. And yet, she knew she should be further ahead. And you're gonna learn exactly what she did to accelerate her financial growth and get on the right track. Belinda, welcome to Get Wealthy. I'm so excited that you're here. So tell our viewers just a little bit about yourself.
1: So thank you very much for the opportunity, Deborah. Good morning. I am a person who loved computers and everything that I could learn. And so I've, I chased my dreams to be in IT. And I've been blessed to work in this industry for over 30 years. What I didn't learn was finance. And so with your help, I've been able to improve my returns on investment, and able to share your knowledge and expertise with others.
0: So so let's talk about, the the fact is that you did so many things right. You really did know how to save, but you never learned how to invest. And so I want to talk, well, I want you to share with the viewers just a little bit about, like, what were the kind of Well, beliefs that you had around investing in the stock market?
1: So honestly, I didn't have a true belief. I knew it was necessary. I just didn't know the techniques or, or steps required in order to have gains in the stock market. So my belief primarily was that a savings account was really good, that if I were to invest in the stock market, it should be in the most conservative fund because that was the most safe fund.
0: Ah, so you were more concerned about not losing than gaining. And so the the other question I have for you, you took this conservative approach in terms of, you knew how to say you didn't wanna lose your money. Uh, However, just in terms of your mindset, what did you you know what caused you to know that you you should know more and 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 that you had to change your mindset around uh taking risk
1: so quite frankly my mindset was changed because i knew i as i aged i knew i needed more uh, I did use some of the techniques that was on the platform that my employer had, and I saw that I wasn't really prepared. And so thanks to our meeting in church, your ministry, your purse ministry allowed me to see the relationship that I had with money, the fact that I am an emotional spender and that, uh, I needed to do better. So that change in mindset allowed me to again, through the use of your purse uh, ministry, your purse of your own and what is your purse story, I was able to understand some of the triggers that I had when it related to money and that how I could work on those triggers as well as to understand the um, techniques, some of the techniques to research stocks and also to research mutual funds.
0: Well, you know, I'm really glad that you brought up the, the, the concept of the money story and the purse story. And so just to give our uh, audience a little background in my book, A Purse of Your Own, I start out with my own purse story. And that was of my, seeing my mother's standard of living, uh, uh, be, you know, reduced from middle class to, uh, you know, barely making ends meet because my parents separated after 30 years of marriage. And that was my purse story and put me on this path. And so when you wrote your purse story, what did you, you learned about your emotional spending? Uh, share with us anything else, uh, particularly around mindset when you did that purse story that, that came uh, to light for you?
1: really my, the emotions, it, when I'm sad, when I'm upset, retail therapy was my friend. Um I also, <laughs> I also knew that I didn't want to live to just pay my credit card bills. At one point I've, I've shared with you that Visa, Ma- I was working for Visa and MasterCard, not really for myself. Um Over time, the, I, I wanted to do more for myself as far as to help my parents if they needed, to also to buy a new home. Uh, And so having those goals, long-term goals, I had to change my mindset to know that savings really wasn't enough, that I needed to take a chance in the stock market. And more importantly, I needed to work with someone like yourself who could help me understand what I didn't already know and that it was okay to take a risk because as you said, there's no reward without taking some risk.
0: Oh, I love it. When we come back, Belinda, thank you so much for sharing that because I'm sure that many people can relate to how you know, spending emotions really play into whether or not you're able to achieve your financial goals. So when we come back, I wanna delve a little bit more into the second part of the mindset strategy and execution framework that you use to accelerate your financial growth. And when we come back, we'll get into strategy.
2: Let's be honest, as successful women, We're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA? Check. Aggressive savings and investments? Check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com. So welcome back everyone. I've been having a
0: wonderful conversation with Belinda Edwards just about her path to accelerate her financial growth. And one of the things that I shared with Belinda is that she is now in the top 10% of African American wealth. And with that, it really had meant that she had to not only change her mindset, but implement a strategy. So Belinda, let's talk a little bit about strategy. You were a saver. You had to shift in investing. Let's share with the uh, viewers a little bit about the kinds of strategies that you implemented to really uh, accelerate your financial growth. So talk to us a little bit about uh, what did you, once you changed your mindset, got underneath you know, you're spending, the things that you, the goals that you had, a new home, and that you wanted to make sure you were prepared for retirement. What then did you have to change?
1: So I had to change um, the lack of not having a budget. So now I have an annual budget. I also do an assessment of my spending on a quarterly basis, uh, regularly. And then I also uh, have checks and balances with friends and uh, accountability partners, quite frankly, in order to make sure that I stay on track. What I also did was take advantage of my employer's relationship with an uh, investment company and I meet with them on a monthly basis to, again, do a check in on my investments Uh, Also to run what I've now learned is a Monte Carlo assessment um, to see how long my money will last in the in the future during retirement. And then also I took advantage of my company's uh, long term care plan, which also helps in my strategy for retirement.
0: Oh, I love that you said I feel like so, so many people are. Sort of like 10, week, 10 feet away from gold, and they're really not leveraging all of their investment opportunity levers. And so, to that end, you know, one of the things that I remember talking with you about is that you actually had a financial advisor, and yet you weren't really sure about, you know, whether or not they were, your investments were in your best interest. So, so what would you tell our viewers about? Uh, what you what strategy you had to take in order to review what you already owned?
1: So you are correct Deborah. I did not feel that my previous financial advisor was working in my best interest so quite frankly my strategy was to take advantage of the opportunity to meet with you. Um, by meeting with you and doing my homework, I was able to then learn through analyzing, the mutual funds that I was placed in to also analyze some of the other products that I was uh, um, that were proposed to me. I was able to determine that they were not in my best interest by either there wasn't a significant return or more importantly, it was high. It was increased fees that, again, were not to my advantage. So those are part of the strategies that I was able to employ with this process. And in turn, I have shifted my uh, investments to a different platform that is more advantageous to myself. But I also, again, uh, I do my analysis of my Uh, investments on a monthly basis to see how they are performing. Uh, I also do do an analysis of year-to-date performance to see if I should shift either where I invest my additional funds or the existing funds, should they be changed as well?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting, Belinda. I know that people watching are probably thinking, well, man, she shifted from You know, uh, saving and using credit cards for retail therapy, and now she's able to analyze her investments and uh, uh, assess her financial advisor. And so, what? What? The next thing I want to really talk about—it's one thing to learn how to analyze, and yeah, you learned how to analyze and research mutual funds and stocks, and you really became a great student, and yet a lot of people do exactly what you did they learn how to review their investments they learn how to analyze what they have but they never execute belinda thank you so much for coming on get wealthy and sharing your story when we come back i really want to share with you the takeaways from belinda's story and i'm going to be sharing exactly how she analyzed, optimized and maximized her returns and her situation so that she could be on the other side and feel like she is financially secure.
2: Let's be honest, as successful women, we're crushing it. Maxed out 401k and Roth IRA check aggressive savings and investments, check. Yet, the freedom our success was supposed to buy can leave us stuck on the six-figure hamster wheel, watching retirement slip further down the road. There's another way. Get coaching courses and community at WealthyU.com.
0: Welcome back to Get Wealthy, I'm Deborah Owens. Did you really gain insight from that conversation with Belinda? Listen, if you wanna accelerate your financial growth, here's what you need to do. Let's just review Belinda, how Belinda was able to achieve the kind of financial success that she has. And it's all we're gonna analyze, optimize and maximize. So let's look at what uh, uh, Belinda was able to accomplish. The first thing she had to do was really analyze her current situation. She shared with you that once she l- learned how to analyze and research the investments that were in her mutual fund, uh, uh, researched uh, the, the other investments that she had with her financial advisor, one of the things she came away understanding is that she actually needed to be more aggressive. And in addition to that, and this is why it's so, so important, and one of the points that I made in the show today, the three things they don't want you to know, is that you need to be able to assess the performance, the recommendations that your financial advisor is giving you, to make sure that you're in, they're in your best interest, and certainly Belinda shared with you that she found that they weren't and so she was able to move her investments to a company that expanded the types of investment she can invest in and here's what I want you to understand is that many of you have access through your employer to uh, advice and advisors, and to help you evaluate what your choices are. And so you need to take full advantage of that. And then the other thing she did was optimize her investment. So it wasn't enough for her to just analyze and research. Once she found that her investments that weren't performing, the fact is she knew that she had to take more risk and that's the other point that I made in the show today. And that is low risk means low returns. If you look at stock ownership in African-American households, you'll see that we're not investing in the stock market to the level that our counterparts are. And so because of that, our money hasn't grown. And that's why one of the reasons why the wealth gap is so wide. And then finally, Belinda had to optimize her investment. And she did that. And she continues to do that. She has accountability partners. Very, very important that you are in a circle of like-minded people who have the same kinds of aspirations, financial aspirations that you do so that you don't get fearful and sell at the uh, wrong time. And, and, And to that end, optimizing. And I think it's very, very important for you to hear what Belinda said. She said, yes, at one point when the market went down, I wanted to pull out. But one of the things that she learned, if she was gonna optimize her returns, is that she has to be willing to deal with the ups and downs of the market. And she really did make a mindset shift. She now looks at downturns in the market as an opportunity to buy. Here are the three takeaways from the show today. One of the the first thing is that you cannot delegate your financial future to anyone. So the first thing you need to be able to do is access the recommendations that you're receiving from advisors. And then finally, you have to invest in the stock market in order to accelerate your financial growth and make your money grow. And then finally, finally, contribute to your employer-sponsored plans and make sure that you're taking advantage of all the opportunities and benefits that you have. So that's how you get wealthy. Thanks so much for joining us uh, today. And I can't wait to see you in our
2: next show.